Twisted Chamber is explicit and contains details of a graphic nature. Mates, welcome to Twisted Chamber. I'm Natasha. I'm Kat. Hey. Hey, buddy. Hey, we're doing this uh, 4,000 miles away thing again. <laughs> I know. I love it, though. It's it is so good. nice. It is nice. It's nice that we you can know? still do this and be far away. Well, it's nice that I can see you, even though you're far away. I know. I know. You know, it's okay. kind of in real life, but I can't. Yeah, I, touch can't you. <laughs> I can't touch you. Although that'd be a bit strange, even if I was there reaching across the table, like, hey. Yeah, it'd be weird. <laughs> it would be weird. Oh, is Dot behind the curtain? No. Oh, okay. of course she's behind the curtain. <laughs> we have a round two. Oh, no. <laughs> we might have a round two today. And this time, uh, I really she, can't help. She has been out for a walk already. Oh, uh, cute. But she's very hyper today. She had oh. a little play date. Did she? Yeah, she did. Love that. That's yeah, cute. so that was nice. That Lovely. was nice today. We had fun. Yes. Lovely. I'm sat here at eight o'clock in the morning listening to seagulls outside. I often forget oh. how close I am to the beach. See, I would cry if I was on here at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, everyone out there, I am not a morning person. I am not. Uh, Natasha definitely is. I'm a just, a, I'm an all day person and all night. I'm just, I'm just, a, I'm just, I don't know where I get all my energy from. I really don't. I'm just, I'm just here for everyone. I love it. We Especially love it. I like, I like being in the mornings when everyone's like morning and I'm like morning. Hello everybody. <laughs> Cause it's just, it's morning. I know we're, we are very enthusiastic. That's for sure. Yes. I just, you're going to start your day. Start your day happy and it should hopefully continue on to be happy. That's my theory. How nice. You know? I love it. Yeah. Try it. I try it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Been? Yeah, it's, it's been, been good. good. Uh, okay, good. Work has been, uh, you know, busy and then not busy and then busy yes. again and then not busy. So it's a bit up yes. and down. Okay. Um, but Dot and I have been out walking loads. Nice. Lovely. Uh, so I've been loving it. So <laughs> Nice. Lovely. Yeah. We Love have her. fun. Uh, but yeah. What about good. your week? What have you been doing? My, my week's been good. I've been, <clears throat> I'm going to be baking for the rest of the week. I've got like, after we record oh. this. <laughs> <laughs> what are we baking? So I am making, um, what am I making? I'm making a, a millionaire's malt millionaire squares. So, you know, like the Maltesers. <clears throat> so it's got shortbread on the base, a nice thick layer of toffee, then a nice layer of chocolate. And then I'm going to put Maltesers on the top. I'm going to make that. Oh and then I'm also making, um, sorry, my voice has gone funny. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to have to have a sip of my tea. I apologize. Cause uh, oh, yeah. Voice. Hey, what tea do we have today, buddy? Oh, cherry tea. I have oh, my that cherry tea is so good. Look at my mug, it's a hedgehog mug. I 
love hedgehogs. Oh, oh, look. <laughs> oh was that me? Oh, don't you? worry. No, oh, okay. no, it's just Dot barking at oh, my cup. I didn't, I didn't even hear. <laughs> love her. She's like, what is this, mommy? What is it? What is it? Yes. I know. Cute. I know. Right, well, then. I'm super excited to hear your story today. I'm excited to tell you my story. I have been here. So I am, again, my sister-in-law drove me around and we went to this place. Now I'm going to pre-apologize because there is a lot of Native American names in my story. And uh, if I pronounce them wrong, get the pronunciation wrong, or I mess up, I will apologize. Uh, I did practice, but uh, I don't know. Some of them are just, they get lost in there. There's lots of k's and o's and n's and they all get muddled up in my mouth so yeah hey, that's fine that's I fine feel like I'm, yeah did you ever have that pasta when as a kid with the letters in the bowl did you ever have that no. as a kid did you never have spaghetti i had, spaghetti. Alf- I had spaghettios but they never oh, okay. had letters oh we had alphabet spaghetti in tomato oh, sauce okay. yeah Sorry, such a weird analogy, but that's what it reminds me of is the spaghetti sauce with the letters and you're eating it. And there's no words. I used to try and make words, but there's no words. <laughs> is that true? You can't make a word in them. Well, you can, but it takes a while because it's spaghetti in a tomato sauce. It's all soft. Oh, gross. <laughs> Lovely on toast. Oh, oh, gross. No, yeah. not for me. No, uh, not for me. Top ramen, okay. yes. I have a ramen addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's true. I can't live That's without delicious. it. I go to the mm. store. I buy the cheapest ramen that I can find, right? There's the best one in the, the Japanese section, right? Nice. Oh, I love it. Um, so I can't live without it. Uh, okay. I eat it a lot. <laughs> I know. I've, I've got that on my list to bring you some home. Oh, I here. cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. And if, if you can find them, yeah. ranch corn nuts. Okay? No, I can't find them. I've looked. Gosh. I don't think, I don't think they have them in the store here. I've literally, when we went to ShopRite, I had a look and I couldn't find them. So I'll have another look because they have like a nutty, corny section. So I'll have yeah. a little look and see if I can find you your corn nuts. Also yeah. regular M&Ms. You know, I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> It sounds crazy, but they don't taste the same. No, they don't. They just don't. The chocolate is different. Mm. It doesn't taste right. Okay. So my mom, oh, I love her. She is a saint. She sends me regular M&Ms all the time because I'm just like, they are my favorite. I'm so sad, mom. (laughs) They are good. They they are different. They're so nice. Yes. Oh, even the brownie ones back home, they're better. They are good. They're better. So, yeah. 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 If uh, if any of you out there know about, like, like, things from the U.S., from the U.K., it's so hard to get, like, certain, like, candies and treats that you Mm. grew up with. And, man, the M&Ms are different. (laughs) They're different. different. They are. Oh, different. they're just so better different. at home. They're mm. so good. Yeah. Yeah. And so also, can I have MMs? <laughs> you can have some MMs. I bring you some MMs. And also, right, <clears throat> we've done, I think I said to you, we've done the ancestry, ancestry DNA spitting in a thing, which was gross. Um, mm. But, and then we sent it off. 
we didn't have to go to the post office. We could just put it in our post box and the postman picks it up. Like there's no dropping it off at the post office. You can put your mail that you want to send in your post box and the postman comes and picks it up and then sends it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great service. That's pretty good service. That's Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I said to Wally, I was like, oh, should we go to the post office to drop this off? And he looked at me like, what? And I was like, do we go to the post office to drop the mail? He's like, no, just put it in the post box. I was like, really? What? Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, like, what, did you have to have stamps and things like that? I think you have to have stamps, yes, but you can just okay. put it in your mailbox and the postman comes in his little white van, it's hilarious, uh, comes and he drops your mail off and then picks any other mail up and takes yeah it. but for a letter yeah like and for a letter no and, way not yeah. parcels yeah anything but like boxes yes stop it no that was never around when i was a kid <laughs> oh okay well it is here this is oh. what they, i mean i think you have to go and get it like the the correct postage for it yeah but you can yeah and they'll take it oh wow yeah. okay it's, yeah it's great Come on, UK, you're slacking. <laughs> we have to slacking. physically go to the post office where we have to manually put in what yes. we want, which yes. is, how do I know? Yeah, you don't. This is it. Oh, you don't know. Someone has to be there to help everyone. So why don't you just put people <laughs> in place? Yep. to you know do that job oh hello exactly doc. get out of there oh she's gonna be the star today she coming in yep. oh oh okay she's doing her thing <laughs> no. okay she's gone now okay right then so okay. are we ready yes we are yes? so ready okay. for this okay i'm hoping that my my paper doesn't rustle too much but i can't help it because my microphone is like right here but we're gonna go for this okay quietly pick it up <laughs> Yeah, Russell, 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 Russell no Russell. ASMR, please. No, none of that. Uh, so I'm going to start with a little poem. Um, my uh, tale today is called The Lady of the Lake. Okay. Oh, that's so cool. It's so cool. She sounds lovely. She's not. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with a poem called Maiden in the Lake by Louis J. Watt. Uh, and it begins... A legend tells the story of a pretty Indian maid who loved a handsome pale-faced lad, but married was forbade. Her father chose another mate, a fine, strong Indian brave. The Indian girl could not comply, and so her, so, and so her life she gave. Ronkonkoma, Ronkonkoma, the lake of sparkling water. Ronkonkoma, Ronkonkoma, where rests the Indian daughter. In summertime, the Indian girl would call out from the lake to lure below pale-faced lads she vowed that she would take. And so the legend ends of Indian maid with lonely whale who lingers in the murky depths but calls in no avail. Ronkonkoma, Ronkonkoma, the lake of sparkling water. Ronkonkoma, Ronkonkoma, where rests the Indian daughter. I love that. <laughs> so that was a very beautiful, it's a very, I found it it's online. It's stunning. And I was like, yeah, it's a very beautiful poem. Beautiful poem with a tragic, uh, 
tragic story actually on both on both ends um mm. so um Ronkonkoma is the name of a town located on Long Island the name comes from the lake Ronkonkoma um this is where our story takes place the place the legend of the lady of the lake comes from Ronkonkoma Lake is a freshwater lake and is formed by retreating glaciers it is the largest freshwater lake on Long Island and its circumference is about two miles. Now, when I went to see this lake, you kind of walk down a little kind of concrete path and then there's like a beach, a nice sandy beach. The lake is massive. Now, they say two miles. I'm I'm pretty sure it could even be bigger than two miles, but it was a it's a very big lake. Very okay. still, really weirdly still. Um uh, a lot of the lake is unusually deep. Um, most of the lake uh, is kind of, it's shallow around the outside. And then when you get in the middle, there is a drop of about 65 feet, they say. Uh, when I've been researching it, some articles say 65 feet, some say 90 feet, some say bigger than that. They, I don't think they know. It's just a hugely deep lake. Um, and this lake is known as a kettle hole lake. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I have found out what a kettle lake is. And okay. what it is, is um, an imp a depression hole. So what happens is uh, glaciers back in the day formed and then they kind of got stuck below the surface and then sediment so rocks and everything kind of formed around it and then when the ice melted it left a uh, basically a, a, a hole um, and then that filled up with water from surrounding streams and and other lakes and things which filled up and then that's why it's so deep um, most kettle lakes are about 33 feet deep um, and there are only a few lakes that are as deep as Lake Ronkonkoma. Um, it's quite it, cool that it was an impression though and it yes. wasn't man-made right yeah. you know it, it it's it's amazing what nature can do yeah. from an impression yeah beautiful can't even imagine that kind of lake forming which is lovely because it's a natural water lake lovely or scary whichever way you want to look at it scary um exactly. <laughs> uh, lake ronkonkoma also displays weird rising and falling of the water levels and this so far has nothing to do with the rain and nobody really knows why so i think they say that every seven seven years or so the rate the lake rises and it stays that way and then it declines and then it rises so they don't actually know why it does this that it doesn't coincide with any rainfall it doesn't coincide with any droughts or or lots of sun so they don't actually know why this lake goes up and down um the lake was also considered the most sacred lake by the Indians. It was also a meeting spot for them. And although most of the Native Americans lived on the outskirts of Long Island, um, they would come in and um, that's where they would all, all the tribes and things would get together and that's where they would all meet. And um, my sister-in-law said to me the other day that in some of the, the woodland areas on Long Island, some of the trees are bent and the Native American Indians bent them so that it points towards water. So they knew where water was. 
So oh, wow. an, I've seen, yeah, unusually, I'm going to use the wrong hand, I'm going to use the other hand, but unusually bent in the ways mm. that they were done. Yeah. Uh, the land around the lake is controlled by three governing townships, Smithtown, Islip and Brookhaven. The separation originated because of the three different Native American tribes um, uh, communities um, that had claims on the different shores of this lake. Um, so when the tribes gave the separation deeds, so when obviously the Americans or the travelers came in and took over the lands, they mm -hmm. didn't split the township. So this is why we have three separate townships around the lake. Uh, the Smith side, uh, Smithtown side of the lake uh, was settled in 1740s but it wasn't until the late 1890s that the area gained widespread public attention. This was when boarding houses and hotels were built and they were built to keep up with the growing number of tourists all coming into the town by claims that the lake had healing powers. Um, I couldn't find any stories about people being healed in the lake or people coming and being miraculously recovered from any diseases and stuff. So I don't know whether it was, again, a Native American kind of um, thing that they had, you know, and then people got wind of it. Maybe it was a, you know, people would go down there and bathe in the lake maybe and they would get healed by it. I don't know, but. You I know, a lot of uh, anything that revolves around water can be, made into any religious like oh it healed me it mm. made me better you know because the it's you know the gods are looking down on this pile of water yes. <laughs> you know well, what it, i mean yeah you i think know? it's yeah a lots of water has claimed to have healing stuff hasn't it mm -hmm. Uh, the name Ronkonkoma, now I'm not <laughs> going to be able to pronounce this correctly comes from the Al algaquin expression meaning boundary fishing lake um, also, it was earlier written as Ronkonka Make or, Ron or Ronkonka Muck. So there was different pronunciations of the lake back in the day. But as it stands now, it's known as Lake Ronkonkoma. This stunning lake that in the past was believed to have had healing powers has a more sinister story behind it. Buried in the lake's waters are untold lost bodies these bodies are victims of a century-old ghost who drags young men to their deaths. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not swimming yes. in that lake. Nope. No. No. <laughs> no. Well, there's some freaky. So the myths and legends surrounding Lake Ronkonkoma would be very easily dismissed as a silly superstition if it wasn't for the eerie reality. For many decades, someone has drowned in that lake one person each year. Oh, wow. There are many stories of the lady in the lake and her origin, and each one ends with the same tragic story. So who was the lady in the lake and what was her sad story? In the 1600s, a young second... Oh, sorry, this is another... This is a tribe name. <laughs> I, I was practicing saying these, and then I was like, yeah, I got it, I got it, and then now I haven't got it. Sectuk... Sektukit, Sektukit, mm -hmm. Indian princess named Tuskawanta, <laughs> fell deeply in love with a blonde bearded woodcutter she saw across the water one day. The blonde bearded woodsman was named Hugh Birdsill and he became entranced by her beauty and he also fell in love. 
but Tusker wanders, Tusker wanders father forbid her from seeing the white English settler. The princess was distraught and spent every day for the next seven years, seven years, it's a long time. It's a long uh, time. It's a long time. Writing Hugh love letters on bark. And then she would go down to the lake and send them floating, hoping that they would reach him. But she never got a response. So one day, heartbroken, she rode out into the middle of the lake and stabbed herself in the heart. Oh. So sad. Oh, she's trying to be, this is so Romeo and Juliet, but the sad part. The sad part. So, so sad. And like seven years. Seven years is a long time. That's a long time. That's a long time, girl. Yeah. Come it on. I know. Bless her. Uh, in another story, the princess was named Ronkonkoma. But in this story, she would row out to the middle of the lake. From there, she would send her messages the rest of the way. In this version, Hugh Birdsill was waiting on the other side, ready to send a reply back to his beautiful lady. This again went on for years and the princess was unable to handle it and she wanted to be with her love, but her father would forbid it. This went on and on, but the princess was, able to, was unable to handle the pain of being separated from her love. One night she rode out into the middle of the, of the lake she sent her love a farewell letter on bark. Hugh was waiting on the other side and he saw the bark floating. He picked it up and read the heartbreaking note. Then looking up, he saw the canoe wash up on the shore with his beautiful love laying dead. Heartbroken, he took his own life. So again, oh. another sad story. It's so sad. That's so like, sad, man. Yeah, so sad. And I suppose, you know... Back then, Indians, the white settlers, you know, oh. they, they were, it was forbidden. You know, obviously I know people did, you know, get together, but, you know, you stuck to your tribe. You had your tribesmen. You know, you yeah. had to marry the strong guy in the village because, you know, that would keep the family name. This was what they did. Um, there are many stories about the Indian princess and her lost love, and they all end in sadness. Another myth of Lake Ronkonkoma is that the lake is bottomless, which many of the Native Americans believed. They say that in the depths are caverns and subterranean passageways. Many of the lost bodies, many of, sorry, many of the bodies lost to Ronkonkoma Lake never surface on the shores, but there are but they are sucked into the underwater tunnels and later turn up in the Long Island Sound on the shores of East River, and some even as far as Connecticut. So we're talking oh. miles away. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now, somebody said that this was a rumor and it wasn't true, but it is written that this is obviously what had happened at some point. Um, in a lot of the cases, bodies have disappeared for up to three months before washing ashore miles away from where the unfortunate victim vanished. So, so there are strange missing. occurrences happening yes, yeah, that are strange. obviously related in some way. Yes, completely. Okay. Yes. Uh, people have, been, have reported being dragged to the center of the lake by an unseen force. There have been at least 160 drownings in the lake between the late 1800s and the late uh, 1970s. That is, on average, 
one victim a year, and only three of those victims have been female. Whoa. Also okay. <laughs> oh, she is out for these she men. She wants these men. Yeah. This is, and this is all, this oh, isn't. But could you imagine going for a swim in a lake, right? And getting yeah. dragged like by your leg? Mm. No. This, it's my worst nightmare. It's my it worst awful. nightmare. Okay. Because you can't see. You can't see. Like, and when I went oh to the lake, you had on the shore, you could see so far. And then it was just black. Like, I no, I wouldn't be swimming in that lake. There's no way I would be swimming in there. No. No, <laughs> no thank you. No, thank you. Um, so I'm not going to swim in any lake. Here, there we go. I will not ever swim in a lake ever in my life. No, it I, is disgusting. I, I can't. Uh, I can't do it. I can't. As a kid, I've swum in lakes. As a kid, mm. as a te like young teenager, that's what we did. We rode our bikes to Thatcham Lake. Right, mm. I've been in that lake. I've been in there. You know, you ride your bike, nighttime. Like, I think mean, last week's episode when we talk about sneaking out, sneak out, ride down to the lake. You know, I've got a bottle of white lightning cider from bloody <laughs> Summerfields that cost me £1.50 because it's the cheapest one we could buy because we had no money. And we, we did. That's what you know we what? did. That I always hear, like everyone, like, everyone in England, like their first alcoholic experience is always white lightning and i've never ever tasted it i've never that wasn't a thing when i was a kid it was it was sparks and four locos that we would okay. drink, yeah no, that we would we drink white um we have nice ciders like now i love it i love a mixed fruit cider i can't remember the name of the brand of it i love a mixed fruit cider White Lightning Cider is the sweetest, most sickliest cider you would ever drink. Oh, it gives me shivers, man. Yeah. It gives me shivers. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that that damaged my liver and kidneys, my liver, uh, at a young age because it was like drinking, I don't even know. And it was, it's just disgusting. I couldn't even drink it now. I don't know. I don't no. even think they make it anymore. I don't even know. I'll have to have a look. But it was so cheap to buy. Like I had my pocket money. My five pound a week. It's like, right, that's three bottles of cider I can get with that. And then my other friend would buy the cigarettes. <laughs> hey, someone had to buy the cigarettes, you know? Someone had to buy the cigarettes, exactly. I, I had to go and buy them, but I always got uh, Mobot Marble Reds. Always. Oh. Oh. oh, my gosh. Man. And then I went to Camels, and then it was oh. like, but yeah. I ate. I it's ate tobacco. Right. It makes yeah. me feel sick. It just doesn't taste nice. I used to smoke. Now I don't smoke like an ex-smoker. Now, if someone lights a cigarette, oh, my God, do I taste it. Ooh, it makes me feel ill. Oh, yeah. Literally. I can't. And I, the smell. I can't. Oh, yeah. It's like the old cigarette smell, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's that. Oh, remember that that um, clothes shop that we went to? Right, that like secondhand clothes shop oh. we, for our Halloween <laughs> outfits. You guys the out there, if you haven't seen our Halloween outfits of last year, go onto our Instagram or our YouTube because we did a, a full episode in our outfits. Yes, um, we did. But when we went into that secondhand shop, right? Mm. Oh my gosh, it smelled like it did. old, wet 
cigarettes yeah. and like mold. It was yeah. just it wasn't so nice. bad. It wasn't nice. Yeah, exactly that. Okay, so yes. I've managed to find some actual accounts of people drowning in the lake and other people's strange experiences. Um, Eyewitness News article reported on Saturday, August 23rd in 2014, I quote, police found the body this afternoon of a kayaker who disappeared on Lake Ronkonkoma last week. The Suffolk County Police Department said Saturday afternoon that was, sorry, I've lost my place. Um, the Suffolk County Police Department said Saturday afternoon that was, uh, that they were assisted by the New York State Troopers. It recovered the body of Kevin Conley, uh, 40 of Sound Beach, around afternoon. They used sonar and dive teams to assist in the search. He was found in 46 feet of water off the eastern shore of the lake. The body was taken to the medical examiner's office where cause of death will be determined. Kevin vanished around 3 p.m. on August the 14th by kayaking on Lake Ronkonkoma. After several uh, full days of searching, authorities recovered the kayak on August the 14th, but not the boater. No swimming or boating was allowed on the lake after Coney disappeared and the lake was reopened to the public on the following Saturday. So he went missing on the Thursday. Um, they found his boat, I believe, on the, the next day on the Friday and then they reopened the lake. Um, the Suffolk County Police said witnesses notified 911 around 3 p.m. on the Thursday that Connolly was in the water calling for help. The witness said his life vest came off and he just disappeared. Over the years... What do you mean his life vest just came off? What does that mean? I have no idea. Like, it, I, I'm guessing... I don't. Maybe it was undone and it slipped off. Maybe the lady of the lake whipped it off so she could drag him under. I don't oh really know. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so terrifying. So that's like, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, over the years, there have been several drownings in the 243-acre Lake Ronkonkoma, the largest Long Island freshwater lake. According to the State Department, an environmental conservationist, parts of the lake are 65 foot deep. Again, the variations of the depth of the lake change with different articles and such. Uh, but most of the lake is less than 15 feet deep. Uh, the eeriest part of this story as well is that there's no fish in the middle. Or there's, say, it gets to a certain point in the lake and then there's no fish because they can't breathe because it's so deep. Okay. So the freshwater fish need to be closer to the surface. So as you get closer to the middle and down a bit, there's there's no fish. It's just water, scary water. That's strange. Yeah. Yes, very strange. It's a very strange lake discovering this after all this reading of stories. It's very strange. Uh, String News on Facebook reported that on March the 28th, 2020, a man was fishing in Lake Ronkonkoma and reeled in a disturbing catch last night. Just before 9pm, a dead woman. Police believe the death to be non-criminal, but asking for anyone who knows any information about the death. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, News 12 Long Island had an article, quote, I'm quoting part of this article, professional diver Bill Paffia 
says a few years ago he was diving with a female marine biologist who swears she descended into a black hole, saw a bright blue light and was embraced by long black hair for about 20 to 30 seconds before she was let go. <gasps> oh, God. Could you imagine being underwater, which is already terrifying, right? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely In terrifying. dark water mm -hmm. and a mm -hmm. light and hair just mm -hmm. coming around. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, that would just be like, what yeah. the hell is going on right now? Where am I? What is yeah. happening? Mm, exactly that. And also as well, because there are so many dead bodies in the lake, it might not have been the lady of the lake. It might have been somebody's dead body hair, like on you. Got caught up on you. <laughs> <laughs> like, terif like terrifying. Oh, right? You know, like that feeling when you're in the ocean and you get like the seaweed wrapped mm -hmm. around your legs. Mm -hmm. There is nothing more terrifying in my mm -hmm. life. I yeah. hate that feeling because it does. It feels like hair or slimy things yeah. all over your legs and it yeah. freaks you out. If I was fully submerged and that happened, yeah. if this is real, could you imagine if this was a real event? It would be, be petrifying. It would be awful. Absolutely oh. awful. <laughs> uh, from the New York Post wrote, uh, Ig... Oh, I can't pronounce his surname. Sorry, Ignor Ignora, Ignora, who has a doctorate doctorate in colonial American history, uh, said that in the 34 years he helped guard the lake's beaches, starting in the late uh, 1960s, there were 30 drownings alone, all male. I had heard it for years, all the legends, the princess's curse. I thought it was just a myth. As a young man, um, he was told um, told all the terrifying premonitions. And one time when he was guarding, um, he while he was working in the evenings, he was having dreams about people drowning while being on the lake. Uh, he'd witnessed females um, being in situations in the lake um, and struggling that should have died, basically. Um, in these situations, but they managed to survive, whereas other people, males in said situations, didn't survive. Um, he had listened to his friend's tales of the encounter with the heartsick princess, and he lived to tell his own brush with death. He said that about four or five years ago, he was swimming towards the local bar, the grill on the edge of the lake, known as the lighthouse. When he got close, he found himself swimming in place. Then he said, I got picked up and thrown back. The legend does say the princess lives in the, in, the, in the deep part of the lake. And that is close to where the lake house, the lighthouse was. So you have this lifeguard guy swimming out and then he's swimming and not moving. Like in swimming and not moving. <laughs> that is yeah. terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Look was it the current okay i'm gonna go straight on to that i've been in the water where yeah. i've been swimming and i have not moved i've not yeah. moved you are just swimming in place you are yeah. because yeah. that current is so strong and you're trying to get out of it i'm not sure a lake has a current i know is this is what's weird 
it was so still. Like I have picked, it was so still, like deadly still. Wow. Okay. So there's no current. He's being held, Mm. obviously, in some way. Did he feel anything? Well, he just literally, the article just said that he was picked up and thrown back. Like, yeah. To be physically, like, (laughs) picked up out of the water, right? Is this like a massive catfish that's just. (laughs) What would pick you up and throw you back? A shark? A shark? But this is a lake. This is a lake. There's no sharks in this lake. I think there's just freshwater fish, which are like about this big, maybe. I don't know. Well, no. Trout. Freshwater trout. Maybe trout. Yeah. They're a bit yeah. bigger than that. But well, I don't see um, a trout picking you up. Uh, no, a trout you. definitely <laughs> will not come anywhere near you. <laughs> yes. Um, the article then goes on. In reality, the lake is nearly 90 feet deep. So it gets, again, with the not knowing truly how deep it is. Uh around 10 foot along the edges. And at some point there is a sudden dangerous drop of 45 feet. So you can be walking along and then you run out of stuff to walk on. Yikes. And and it is deep enough to keep some horrible secrets. Virginia Scuttle, a 72, said that her uncle was a lifeguard there briefly when she was little. And during his first week on the job, he he dove off the diving board and when he came up there was a dead body on his back and he didn't know (laughs) somebody had drowned in the water and he quit yeah stop it yeah how awful is that oh my gosh that's so traumatizing traumatizing yes uh and when her son was in high school he was going to take a boat out with some of his friends uh she hid the boat because she didn't want him to go because she was scared of the lake basically uh she said there has been so many drownings over the years that she cannot hear the whirring of helicopters anymore without tensing up it means a search for another body and it is a horrendous sound. Having to live there close to the lake and having to constantly hear helicopters going off because somebody else is drowned in the lake must be absolutely awful. Um, when I said about the lake rising and falling every seven years, it is said that the lake still weeps for them, crying. That's why it rises and falling. Wow. Yeah. Um, If you speak to any of the locals, they will tell the story of the lady in the lake in so many ways, how she grabs her victims from her watery grave to replace her lost love. While there is no proof that the princess exists, Hugh Birdsill was a very real person and Hugh eventually moved back to England and he remarried. Uh, So what's the true story behind the lady of the lake? Is the lake a mysterious place so deep that the caves and hidden tunnels keep so many deadly secrets? Is it the main setting for a beautiful love story with a sad and tragic end, the home of the Lady of the Lake? Or is it just a lake with a lot of unfortunate drownings? I will leave that for you to decide. And I'm going to finish on one last poem that I found, an Indian prayer of the sacred lake. Oh, sacred lake with the shape of a skull, and known as the Skakum's Pond. I will not eat your fish that swim and break the forbidden bond. 
there are not really fish for food, superior beings and all. O sacred lake, protect me from the evil demon call. Wow. (laughs) That's that's a really fun little legend if all those stories are true. Yes. Yeah, it's a fun little legend. And actually, when we when we went to the lake, we went to a little florist shop and they they know all these stories. It's like these they've grown up with these these legends they've been told these by their parents and their grandparents and it's it's something that's been told for for years and years and years and there is a beautiful indian statue that's representing of the princess of the lake and she holds a plaque and she's pointing across the lake the other side of the lake is her father and he's pointing back at her so they've actually got these memorials that I've taken pictures of them. I will post the pictures, but they actually have the memorials in place. Yeah. That's so beautiful though. Yes. You know, it's a sad story and it's a tragic little love story, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Tragic. Yeah. Her waiting around for seven years. (laughs) God. Yes. And the fact that every year a male person drowns in that lake. Statistically, you can Google it. Statistically, every year a male person drowns in that lake. And I think as it stands now, I think there's only been a handful of females that have drowned in there. Mostly males. Every summer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she I mean, is out for it. Oh, she's grabbing. She is grabbing. Yep. She is doing it. <laughs> she is. Hold yes. on. Are you frozen slightly? Yeah, it's I that. froze, but okay. that's fine. Keep, we're fine. we're still talking. We're still that's fine. We're still talking. It's, it's just it's just my internet. If anyone's oh, on okay. YouTube watching our video, it's just my internet. Uh, well, but you're smiling, so it's a lovely pose. Well, there we go. <laughs> At least I'm smiling, and I don't have a weird face on going. Ugh. You yes, know? exactly that. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, if anyone has knows any tales about the Lady of the Lake or has experienced it, you're definitely gone now because the cameras come back. There we go. I'm back. <laughs> um, if back. anyone has any tales or anything or knows any stories about the Lady of the Lake, please let us know. Um, we are on all social medias. We have Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all under Twisted Chamber. Um, if you're watching, please like. I'm going to do it again. Oh, do it again, dude. Yep. I loved it. I loved the little subscribe. That was really good. And if you guys haven't seen the new episode, at the very end of our episode, what have we called it? (laughs) Say the Productions. Dot Productions. That is the production company that we're working with right now. Dot Productions. She she is, yep, named after the puppy. Hey. (laughs) After the dog. How cute. Yep. Lovely. I'm living. Yes. I am living for that. <laughs> I love yeah, it. So yeah, and and because of my lovely new laptop, we have a nice new opening and we have graphics. And I'm looking forward to expanding on on what we can do basically in the video side of, of this, as well as the sound side. Um, I'm delving into some different things. So Pop onto YouTube, hit the subscribe, hit the like button, show us some love, which would be great. Yep, yes. that would be nice. And <laughs> go onto our Instagram where you can go to our link tree in our info section. And uh, you can go, it links us to everything. YouTube, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, 
whatever you're listening to, hey, we're on it. <laughs> we are everywhere, as it should be. As it as should, it should be. be. Everyone should yes. hear us talking. That's what I think. <laughs> we're great. <laughs> If I do say so myself, sorry. You know, self-promoting. We've got to say how good we are. We are good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come listen to us talk about horror and all these things. I love how you say horror because it sounds like you're saying whore. I know. It sounds like I say, I say whore. You are listen such to us a talk whore. about whore. <laughs> hey, whore. <laughs> oh, you know what? In, in tradition of that, I might wear my hoe hoops next week. You know, oh, you never oh. know break them out let's go yeah. well we'll be back when we we'll be back together because i fly home on monday oh that's right i can't wait <laughs> i can't wait until you get home i'm sad it makes me sad dot it's is okay. gonna be so excited she will it's okay i'm looking forward to giving her a hug yeah <laughs> she can be my therapy puppy while i miss my fiance until i come back again <laughs> there you go there you know, we go. Just hang out with Dot. She's the coolest. There we go. <laughs> well, hey, let's end this episode, shall we? There we go. There we go. Yes. Well, thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll let you go now. But next time, you might not be so lucky. <laughs> See ya.